ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the John G. Orles podcast, without which life would be incomplete and have little or no meaning. Joining me, as always, from Skokie, Illinois, is the man on the beat from johngsbeat.com, Mr. Jonathan. Dagmar Robleski. Dagmar? And I, of course, have who else? But Tommy else. How you doing there, John? Dagmar, interesting. Okay, I'm doing good. I'm excited today. We got. Are you going to give it to me? This is going to be a good one. <laughs> yeah, yes. <laughs> it is going to be a good one, man. This is going to be a good one. Uh no, Dag Dagmar was the the name of uh I, I guess technically my first pet. I think I believe it was a gerb. It was I'm pretty sure it was a gerbil. It was either a gerbil or a hamster. But uh, Dagmar was the name of my first pet, and I think Dagmar is a name that doesn't get enough. Uh, you know, like nobody nobody names their kid Dagmar anymore. Nobody names their kid Grover. Nobody names their kid. You know, I mean, like there's there's so certain, like. Like Elmo, like Elmo is a great name, but the fucking you know uh, puppet ruined the whole thing, you know. So Dagmar is not a good. I mean, Elmo, yes, Elmo is a cool name. Dagmar's Dagmar. got a lot of personality to it. I love Dagmar. That that's a that's a name. Why don't you change your name to Dagmar? I would. I, I'd be you know. Why don't you I, do it? Big I, talk. I was thinking honestly. I was thinking earlier today. I was like, you know, Grover else wouldn't be a bad name for like if I had a son or something like that. Like I like Grover. Why Grover's don't you change name. your name, Mister Big Talk, to Dagmar else? Yeah. I I it, it, you know honestly on the list of names that if like if I had a gun to my head and I had to change my name, Dagmar would not be bad. I would take it. So. I don't know. So that's not your middle name, then. It's not. No, Dagmar. it's not. All right. Well, now we've gone fifty-seven episodes, and you have not hit it yet. All right. Well, then I'll keep. I'll keep working on it. But it's a good but, name. It well, you're not going to hit it going that obscure. It would have been. It would have. Well, if I, you never know. You never know. No, maybe. I'm telling you, it, you're not. It's not that obscure. Maybe that's it's why not I'm like not a common name. Because I'm not going deep enough. You know, maybe I need to just, you know, I got to get into that. I got to dig deep. And yeah, you got to dig deep. All right. Yeah, uh, you know. So, uh, well, hey, we have a guest today. <laughs> we have a guest. We have a guest today, and let me do the intro on this one here, John. Just sit back and relax and let me take the reins on this because I know, you know, we need a break. This guy is exhausted from life. Um, I first first became aware of our guest today back in 2011 when I attended the very first uh, Resistance Pro Wrestling show, Black Friday, which was, I believe, 11-25-2011 at the Excalibur and she was part of a uh, I believe a six uh, women match um, I then got to see her in a couple other shows for Resistance Pro and then when I once I got into it myself and was backstage got to see her uh, both in the ring and outside of the ring 
uh, it's been since 2012 since I've had anything, you know, personally face to face to to do with her or anything like that. You have betrayed me along the way and interviewed her before, but we'll get into that later. Um, and uh, she uh, she's wrestled for all of the biggest promotions in independent wrestling that she can work for as far as i'm concerned um she's a very well-known name um and she's somebody who is now coming out of retirement after the last five years and is about to uh wrestle her first match and looks like she's going to uh be working some some matches some selective matches uh going forward her name is sassy steffi and uh we are beyond excited to have her here on the show today so uh without further ado uh coming out of a five-year retirement to wrestle april 1st and 2nd in quebec canada sassy steffi Ladies and gentlemen, it is a supreme honor to uh, say hello once again after too many years. It's been, I believe, 11 years at this point, probably, since I've actually seen you. It was 2012. Uh, but welcome to the show, Sassy Steffi. How Hi, guys. You? Thanks for having hey. me. Good to see you. Good to see you, too. Um, so a little background. Um, I was in on resistance pro early on in its uh uh genesis but uh steffi i, be I believe you might have worked the first show um yeah yeah which was um black friday excalibur. Uh, at excalibur yeah mm -hmm. in uh chicago and um i uh it's funny because i remembered this and i looked back to see how far back it was but uh i had just gotten onto instagram back in like 2012 and so like i think my fourth or fifth picture on my instagram account is the selfie of you and me <laughs> um, oh man <laughs> yeah i mean like you're one of my very first photos on instagram so um <laughs> but that's, um, that's got to be quite an honor for you I mean, yeah you know you're like and all the other pictures were like regular photos <laughs> so i think you might be the first selfie on my instagram account for whatever that's whatever that's <laughs> worth to you, you know? <laughs> that's awesome i love that you're gonna have to like do like a throwback thursday or something and throw it back up there so everybody can see it yeah so well we'll, we'll put years. it we'll put it up on the video for this too but um perfect but, do you remember uh, who you fought by any chance? Uh, yeah, actually I do. That was like a really cool uh, concept that day that they had. They had like this battle royal gong thing. So it was it was uh, last woman. It was uh, like first person last woman standing type thing or something like that. It was a very unique concept, and basically we all the women were standing up on the stage. And you gonged yourself in whenever you thought it was a good chance to jump into the match. And then whoever the last woman standing basically, like said, was the winner. And I believe it was cheerleader Melissa. 
I think that one actually that was uh it's Melanie wasn't it I don't remember yeah Mel yeah um Melanie ended up coming in I think and winning that one yeah 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 one of those really tall Amazon beautiful dark hair (laughs) raven that was Melanie (laughs) Cruz that was Melanie Cruz yeah now uh when I had seen you last was uh it was it was the fifth show of the company which was like my third show i ever worked in my life and uh that night you had a you were in like a a, a five women match and it was you melanie cruz nikki st john serenity shelly martinez and matrix taylor made so that was that was the match Quite the crew. Night. Yeah, so I mean that's that's a great match. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, uh, so that's kind of our background, and um, you know, and so I know that you've wrestled, you've wrestled with so many very big companies. I you know, Shimmer, and 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 uh, have you wrestled with Shine? Is it? Yeah, I did Shine. Yeah. It, it's actually kind of really humbling because last week I went to train at one of the local schools here in Montreal and the guy that coaches happened to be sick. So he wasn't there. So it was basically all of his students that I was training with. And when I walked in, they're like, you're a trained wrestler, right? And I'm like, yeah. yeah. I'm like, have I really been out? Of the game? <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> you know, I'm like, okay, whatever. And they're like, oh, you know, where did you work? And I'm like, okay, well, I worked with Shimmer, Shine, WSU, CCW, Ring of Honor, Takara. And they're like, oh, oh, I would love to work at those places, you know? And yeah. I was like, okay, well, those are the places. <laughs> <laughs> That's where I've been. So, yes, your credentials are solid. Yeah, they're just a bit old. <laughs> <laughs> so, it's been, uh, so it's been five years. Just about, yeah since you since where you were active and uh if if i can ask what what made you take these five years away from uh, the business well my husband and i decided we were going to start a family mm-hmm. so obviously getting pregnant and all of that i was like i know i need to step away from the business at least for a little bit sure. so i had yeah. my first son and then i was like okay i'm ready i'm gonna get back into the ring and I was legit, um, it was once I got, well, I was on maternity leave for a year. So I took that whole year to take care of my son. And then I was like, okay, you know what? I'm going to go back in now. And two weeks later, COVID hit. So Ooh. that was the end of that dream. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so during COVID, I had another child and uh, I was like, okay, you know what? I'm done. I didn't really have like a retirement match per se, but, you know, circumstances are what they are. But um, my husband, who was also a pro wrestler, he decided that, hey, I haven't done anything wrestling related in several years. Let's do a couple of shows, WrestleMania weekend before WrestleMania, and then watch the show afterwards. So like everybody that pays to watch the show to see the matches get to actually watch WrestleMania with the wrestlers, basically. Oh, very cool. Very cool. Yeah. So like. It's his way of like just kind awesome. of hanging out with his friends too. Yeah, you know? <laughs> no, that's, I love it. I love it. That's an awesome, awesome idea. Yeah. Yeah. So sounds like sounds like you got a good one there. You got a good yeah, one. Yeah, he's fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely the best. Good. But uh, like jokingly, I was like, yeah, you know, I'm like, because he really wanted a women's match, but 
we weren't sure because a lot of the women here in Montreal, um, there's so many great talents, but a lot of them cost a lot of money. So I was like, you know what? I was like, in order to have a women's match, I would love to come back and, you know, I'll do it for free. Obviously it's my husband, sure. um, yeah. but I have to work one of two people. I have to wrestle one of two people. I was like, it's either Vanessa Craven or Lofisto. So, cause they're like, uh, Vanessa, I've wrestled, I don't know, a handful of times and it's always been fun. It's always like Goliath versus David and I'm David cause I'm so like this much difference between us. She's like six foot tall. I'm like barely five, three. Right. So it's a lot of fun. And then with Lofisto, I've had like a few, like maybe two or three matches over my entire career with her. And like in WSU, we were really starting to build to something several years ago where like um, I was with DJ Hyde and we threw a chair at her and she busted up bleeding. We yeah. decapitated her doll. Um, <laughs> and I mean, we did some really sick and twisted things to her and the feud never really got it resolved. Yeah. yeah, it's it never got resolved. So like I always kind of felt like, man, I wish like you could if put some closure to it back and yeah do that yeah. so i was like reach out to them and see and um they reached out to craven first just to see you know get um just an idea and it was like we're not even going to contact lofisto because what she offered was just it was within budget and everything was great so i'm like okay well i guess i'm wrestling vanessa yeah <laughs> that's great so um as this is coming up, have you been uh, training and, and like trying to get the ring rust off? Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, like I said, uh, by the time this airs last week, the week before, I was at one of the local promotions here, IWS. And like I said, I went in and the kids made me completely humbled because they had no idea who I was. Not like, not yeah. like I expect people to know who I am, but like, no, you're, but you're, I you're, you're, you're in Montreal you're, several years ago, you know? No, I, st I still consider you a name for sure. So oh, yeah, thank you. Not. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> it's, it's, it's I mean, this is why like we wanted to talk to you because we're like, oh, wow, Sassy Steffi's coming out of retirement and doing a match. I mean, like, this is, you know, there's a, yeah to us i mean like if you if you weren't anybody we wouldn't we'd be like you know who cares you know but no like we're interested we want to know like this is great you're coming back you know let's hear it yeah. and it, it's crazy because when i i announced like hey i'm actually coming back people were like can we book you and i was like i'm sure i'm I sure i didn't expect that at all like i've been gone for five years like in April, it'll five years ago, it'll be my last match that I had oh. before I decided that we were going to settle down and have a family. And so it was, it's just crazy that people are like, yeah, we really want to bring you in. But like, I'm being, to just be honest with like everybody, I'm being very um, cautious with what I pick. Yeah. Like, cause it, it's, I'm coming back like as like a favor to my husband. Plus, I kind of want to. You know, just pass a little bit into it. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Like it's always been in my blood. I it's love tough. It. It's tough to it's tough to let go entirely. You know, it's it like is. you still it like really to keep is. your it's still you still like to keep your toe in the water, you know. It's like now have you have you been in the ring? I, I know not an actual match, but yeah, you know, your husband's a wrestler. Have you been in the ring like just working out at all in between? Like, you know, before no. you make your announcement. 
No, zero. Um, like I was, I stepped away a hundred percent. Like, I mean, I was still, you know, I was doing, I had my podcast there for a bit, which I would love still to bring back to, but like having two kids, it's a lot of time that you just don't have to yourself. So like to do a podcast plus edit it, plus promote it and stuff. It's not a lot of time. Like I'd like I, to do like one show. We yeah <laughs> like maybe like one show a month or something but even right. that it's very hard when you're dedicated to other things and that's why like I'm being very cautious with what I take as far as bookings yeah. because where I do want to still travel and see the world and have fun and wrestle and do all the things I used to do but I also don't want to spend a lot of time away from my kids you know right. and that's yeah, that's first and foremost, always. I'm so, not surprised. Like, I'm not surprised you're getting a lot of, you know, offerings for booking and stuff, because I actually earlier today, I was telling um, somebody that, you know, I was explaining to them that, you know, we were having you on the show and I was explaining the situation and all this. And, um, and they're like, well, if she comes back, you know, you know, do you think she'll get a lot of work? And I said, I said, I think her name is as strong as it ever was. And she'll be getting calls from everybody and she can pretty much work wherever she wants, you know. So I'm not in the least bit surprised to hear that people are trying to, like, get you on there. But, yeah, but it's, the nice thing is, is that you do have the luxury of being able to be like, selective about what you want to do and where you want to spend your time and stuff and you know i know it's tough to be away from it and it's there's the camaraderie and there's the you know fun of the performance and and everything but you know you've got your kids you've got your family you know chicago, so, just, just come back to chicago <laughs> i would love to chicago is such a great wrestling city like i don't know if like everybody that knows that in the world like chicago like even before I started wrestling, like I was in love with the city of Chicago. Like I just love it. And one of my favorite bands is from the suburbs out there, from Naperville, Downers Grove area. Love them. And um is it so the plain, like I was Is it the plain white tees? No, no, oh. but I do like the plain white tees. I knew oh. I knew about them before. Hey there, Delilah. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's uh actually Lucky Boys Confusion. Oh yeah, 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 for yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah. Local boys for sure. Yeah. But like, Na Naperville's like 15 minutes from me. So yeah, yeah. I know. Yeah. I spent a lot of time in um Chicago, the suburbs. Um, I even went down to like Champaign, Illinois to see them play. I've seen them play in basically anywhere from Maine to Iowa. I drove like hundreds and thousands of miles in years to see them play because I love them so much. And um, that really helped me with wrestling because, like, I was up all night. Sure, <laughs> you got used to the from... you got used to the to the lifestyle. Yeah, driving. Yeah, around. before I even got yeah. a part of it. Yeah, so, um, yeah. See, that yeah. was that's not my strong suit. I do not like any of that. So I, you know, see, and if you don't, that's not good. It's not good to be a wrestler. <laughs> no, it's very very hard. I mean, there was times when I when I lived in Ohio that um, I would be booked for Shine, but there would be various other people from like the Midwestern area that were booked. So like I would start, I worked at UPS as like my normal day-to-day -day job. Yeah. And I worked there from uh, 4 a.m. to 9 a.m. And then I jump in my car, I drive to Dayton, Ohio or Cincinnati area and I pick up Nevaeh. I drive into Kentucky and we'd pick up um, Heidi Lovelace or what was mm -hmm. now known as Ruby, Ruby So. Ruby So, yeah. And 
Jesse. And then we would drive straight to Florida, which is like, if I would have drove straight from Ohio, it would have been like a 18 hour drive. But because I was driving to Dayton and in Kentucky and back around, it was like 24 hour drive. So then we would get to Florida early morning and then we would rest for a little bit, the, the four or five of us in the car. And then we would go to shine and then we'd rest some more. And then the next day we would do customs and then we would drive all the way back the 24 hours yeah. or so. And wow. yeah, that was my whole weekend. I'm definitely not doing that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I know. I, yeah, I don't have that in me at all. I don't know if I ever did. Uh, you're originally, are you originally from Ohio? Mm -hmm. Okay. Now I'm just going to say this. Because, yeah, I, I was, that's what I thought. But your time in Canada is clearly showing because oh, you're getting the accent. I, <laughs> I, a little bit. I, am, I am hearing the Canadian accent. And I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, I know she's originally from Ohio. I know she is. But the time in Canada is showing itself on you. I'm telling you right now. You're, I've heard that. You got a little bit of a can Canadian thing going on there in your voice now. So it worked for you, though. Oh, well, thank you. It was, <laughs> it was funny because my last like official match that I had, but like the one like right after that, which I, I guess would technically be my last match, was at WWE. It was a tryout match right before. Mm -hmm. um, I, I went into my little, I guess, like kind of retirement and um, I, Dolph Ziggler is another person from Ohio. And so I happened to know him from the wrestling scene there yeah. and he was talking to me and I, was, I had moved to Canada maybe three years prior to that. And he's like, where do you live now? And I was like, oh, I moved to Montreal. And he's like, yeah, I can definitely hear the Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm just saying. I I'm like I've been listening. And I'm like, yeah, I think she's been there for a while now. Yeah. <laughs> hey, bud. Hey, hey. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's so hey, well, hey it's... My husband has been. He was born, raised, everything here in Montreal. Yeah. And I remember one time when he came down to visit me in Ohio before we got married. We were still dating and everything. And he's like, I don't say a. That's like a terrible stereotype to Canadian have. <laughs> And I'm like, okay, whatever. And then, like, he said something, and it was like, eh? And I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> you did it. You did it. Yes. <laughs> and he's still, he's still in denial about it. But he, do he doesn't say it often. But it is kind of a Canadian, well, at least in Montreal. It's kind hey, of there's nothing, there's nothing wrong with it. I mean, you know, I, hey, you know, what do you think? You know, people say we talk Chicago. So, you know. You know, yeah. I mean, people tell me, like, I have uh, I've got relatives on the East Coast of, uh, out in Massachusetts, and so they've got the very strong Boston accents. Oh yes, you know, you know, you know, Harvard Park, you know, and all Park that stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but then, like, if I go if I go out and visit, they're like, "Oh, he's got that whiny Midwest accent," you know. It's like, oh, every, like it's, it's just they they think I sound very whiny, you know. It's okay, like. So Tell them that they have the Mark Wahlberg accent. I'm sure right. It just, <laughs> but it's fine. It's like everything's regional. It's you know whatever. So exactly. So okay. So I'm just curious. On a side note, having lived in both the U.S. and Canada, you know, how do you like both? Where do you, you know, like, you know, if you had a, I mean, I don't want to like 
put you completely on the spot here, but I mean, like, is it nice up there? You like being up there in Canada? Oh, it's, it's wonderful up here. Um, I live in Montreal, so it's the only thing that's really difficult for me is the French language because it is the first language here. Oh, so really? French, okay. even though I've been here nine years, is really piss poor. I try. I do Duolingo every day. Um, but it's a very hard language to learn. Does your, hu does your husband speak it? Oh, yes, yes. Fluently. Yeah. Okay. My husband actually speaks um, French, English, and Greek fluently. Oh, wow. He, yeah, he's Greek. His parents are both from Greece. His grandparents yeah. are from, well, obviously his grandparents are from Greece as well. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it's like my sons both go to a Greek daycare. So they're learning uh, Greek, French, and English all together too. Wow, so, you know, cool. Yeah, they're all going to be able to talk crap about me behind my back. <laughs> yeah, okay. that would be I, that I, would I, be I, my concern that. as well. Yes. <laughs> but, I mean, that what? is like the only like I would say negative thing for me. Not that it's negative because I think the French language is beautiful and it's it's great. It's great if you know how to say it. Yeah, if you know exactly. How to speak it. <laughs> exactly. It's very hard that's for the me. Trick. But otherwise, otherwise it's great. But besides that, I mean, the major difference, I think, is the healthcare. Like, I can't imagine being in the States anymore because of the healthcare. And everyone's like, oh, you know, it's it's socialist or whatever. I, what, I don't care about politics. All I know is I can go to the hospital if I have a broken arm and I don't have to worry about being in debt tomorrow. I'll, I'll, you know, tell, you, I, I'll, I'll tell you something. It. If there is one thing that's the top of the list, absolute top of the list reasons for me to ever want to move to Canada. That's it. That is it's absolutely amazing. it. It's, it's, and you know what? it's just, it's absurd. It's absurd. I feel like, you know, and I'm not into politics at all either. And I don't mm -hmm. like talking about it or anything like that. Yeah. I don't understand most of it anyway. Right. I just know <laughs> that like what they're doing up in Canada makes a lot more sense to me than what we're doing down here. And it's working. Um, and it seems exactly. like it's working just fine for everyone. But you know? see, like, a lot of people are like, aren't your taxes high? I'm like, okay, so they're a little bit higher than what I would pay if I were in the U.S., but not by, like, much, like, not much at all. And if that means... And I you don't have to qualify for certain things because exactly. you just, it's just you pay that tax and you're in regardless, you know? Yeah, so. and if, if I pay, I don't know, let's say, just to give a round number, like 20 extra dollars a month or something, to have my health care absolutely but worth means, it yeah but absolutely. it also means like it also means that like a kid in toronto can have heart surgery yeah, because right. i'm paying just 20 extra dollars like mm -hmm. let's do that you know what i mean like it's just it's i don't know to me it seems like it would be common human decency but in the u.s like but i i, never I agree West because I wasn't in Canada. I don't pay attention to the politics and stuff like that. But yeah. I love that if, oh my goodness, my kid has a cold, let me take him to the doctor. Like when I first moved here, I don't know, I, I had some kind of illness of flu or who knows whatever. And my husband's like, why don't you call the doctor? I was like, what do you, what do you mean call the doctor? Like, I can't yeah. do that. That costs too much money. Right. You know? And he's like, it's uh, free. And I was like, <laughs> oh. <laughs> Like it took a long time for me to to adjust get to the knowing that that you've got that no and that and and what a comfort yeah. though what a just a mental comfort to know that you've got that and that you don't have to worry that if something happens that you can't do anything about it yeah I mean 100%. yeah and like I said to me now it just seems like 
common human decency. Like, you know, it doesn't seem I like agree. It really seems the... it seems like a no brainer. It's like, why aren't we all just doing this? You know, I mean yeah. Because so. it obviously works. That's the thing. It's like if 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 Canada, if, if there was big major problems with it, it wasn't working. I could see that, but it works up there. And Canada's yeah. a big country. I mean, the U.S. obviously has a lot more people than what Canada does, so it might need some tweaking for the amount of people. Sure, but sure. Like I said, but, but the theory, if you could at least, many, if you have that many people in the U.S paying let's like i said let's just do 20 dollars for example right and it's gonna pay for all these people to go to the hospital and have surgeries that they need that they can't afford or you know have chemotherapy because they need it for cancer or whatever all that money from all that little bit extra a month that you're not even really going to see because it's your taxes anyway right it, mm -hmm. it to me it's brilliant but I mean, well, I don't and, know. And I, like, are paying, politics isn't my thing. <laughs> well, most of us are paying much more than that in insurance, you know, to pay for our insurance. Like, I, I'm in yeah, another contract. I got to pay my own, and it's ridiculously high. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a huge thing out here. Well, yeah. uh, aside from insurance, let's... <laughs> <laughs> um, so, coming back, you know, so you're going to do this, you're going to do these shows, um, and I know you're looking at limited bookings, you know, just kind of being selective, but are there anybody out there that you would like to uh, lock up with that you either haven't or would like to again? Uh, I mean, are there any dream matches for you out there? I mean. There's a lot, like yeah. a lot. A lot, a lot. Because if you if you got the opportunity, you know, like who who are are there any names you know you can give that you would be interested in? Uh... Well, there's there's quite a few people that I was like, oh man, I got out of the business at the wrong time because now they're signed with WWE, but like right before I saw it, they weren't like right. a Shawnee or Roxanne Perez. Like I had her on my podcast before she was in NXT and now NXT Women's Champion, and I'm like, good God. Like right. I, I told her on the podcast, like I'm not blowing smoke up your ass. Like yeah, you you're going it. to be someone right. because she has that that elusive it quality that everybody's looking for. You know, like you can't really explain it to anybody, but when somebody has it, they have it, and she's one of those people. So like, I would have loved to have worked her. Um, I actually, a couple of weeks ago, uh, Katie Arquette actually posted a picture where she was yelling at somebody in the crowd. And I was like, oh my God, me and you would have been like the perfect tag team. And I posted like a picture of me yelling at the crowd, yeah, like yeah. almost identical to what she had done. I was like, we would have been a great tag team. I would love to work with her. There's Ashley Dumbois. I mean, I would love, love, because I get this all the time too. And I'm sure some people here are going to message me about it just because I said it. I would love to do a Midwest Militia reunion, although it'd probably be impossible because both Allison Kay and Jessica Havoc are incredibly busy, um, but I would love to meet back up with them again. That was some of the best stuff that I ever yeah, did. Yeah, the three, of you, the three yeah. of you were great. Yeah, I know Allison's, she's pretty tied up in NWA right now. And, yeah, uh, and she was yeah. impact well with right. actually Jessica. Yeah. Um, they're so... Like when I quit, like I thought women's wrestling was fantastic. Like from where I came in 2007, when I started to when I stopped in 2018, I was like, the women's business had come so far in those 11 years. Like sure. it was crazy. 
It was like, a big, big jump, big jump. In that it time. was because, yeah. I mean, you really had WWE really switched their um, perspective on women's wrestling. It wasn't about um, just being good looking and stuff like that. They really wanted they women. They came power. about ability and stuff. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so that switch started happening while I was still wrestling. So people that I wrestled probably I doubt I've had a million matches but at least at least a dozen feels like a million matches yeah <laughs> um like people like Bailey she, you yeah. know she she's just turned the whole women's wrestling world around and I wrestled her a bunch of times you know right uh, so like there's a lot of women that are coming up um Danny Mo also like she's in the Pittsburgh area I remember when I was wrestling at Remix Pro in Athens, Ohio, uh, not not Athens, I'm sorry, Marietta, Ohio, she was just starting to manage her uh, boyfriend facade. And I was like, oh, this girl, she's, you know, she's got something, she's cute, and she can do, like, moves, but she was just a manager. Yeah. And, now, you know, she's the Remix Women's Champion, and I'm like, man, I wish I would have gotten the opportunity to really get to work with her right. before I left the area and then, you know, wrestling. So, I mean, there's still, like, a lot of people I would really, really like to work. Like, I mean, this is just who I'm thinking off, off the top of my head, and this is just because I interviewed them on my podcast, so they're, like, in the front of my mind. But, I mean, there's so many great women that are out here doing amazing things, changing the wrestling business and just making it a brand new thing. Because, like, when I started, like I said, in 2007, 90% of my matches was with uh, Madison Rain, Jessica Havoc, Nevaeh, and Zoe Sky. The, it was the five of us in Ohio, and we just kind of all did the, 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 the four together. Yeah, you know? yeah. And, with Shimmer and stuff like that, I really started to um, really hone in my craft a little bit more because I was working or wrestling other girls outside of those four. Um, and then WSU came along and Femme Fatale and Shine and all these other women's promotions where I really got to work with other women outside of my comfort zone. So, mm -hmm. but now I find like you look at a show and you have the women's champion usually that is your core person, but then you have different women rotating every every yeah. month or two months or whatever the case. So there's so women, so many women wrestling now. It's just such a blessing. So like the selective bookings I am gonna take, they are going to be people that I want to work right. with. Right, you want to make them count. Dream matches. Yeah, yeah, exactly. make them count for sure, for yeah. sure. Um, how you, are you'd you? Be a great, sorry, you'd be a great fit at um, Women's Wrestling Army, which wrestles mostly out of Chicago, run by uh, Maria Canales. I would love to. I love Maria. Um, I had her on my podcast, too. She was amazing. And I was trying. It was right around the time she, um, Ring of Honor did the women's tournament for the, the championship. And uh, that's the reason, part of the reason why I had Roxanne on at the time, too. And I was like, Maria, are you going to come back? And she's like, oh, no. No, no, <laughs> but I was, I was trying, I was trying to get her to, to come back a little bit, even though I knew I had absolutely no say on that. <laughs> yeah. Try. Uh, but yeah, Maria is amazing. I would love to come back to women's wrestling army. I mean, that's up to her. If we get in contact, which I definitely would love to, I would definitely hit up that one for sure. Um, let me ask you, like, how are you feeling physically? Like, I mean, how's your back? How's your neck? I mean, like you've, you know, you did put in, you know, quite a few years of, uh, of actual wrestling on a, you know, full-time basis. 
you've also had two kids. I mean, like, how do you feel physically right now being in the ring? I feel great. Um, I, I have to tell you, though, the first time last week that I took my first bump, I was so in my head. Like, the rolling stuff, like, no big deal, whatever. But, like, the straight, like, clothesline bump, I was like, uh-uh. Um, I was in my head because I was like, I haven't taken one of those in so long. And I remember Were you over, how, over, over, overthinking it. Yeah, I was really in my head. Yeah. Um, but I did the first one. I was fine. I was a little sore the next day, which is to be expected because sure. I'm throwing myself on the ground for fun. Yeah. Um, but it was it was fun. <laughs> yeah. It was like I hadn't missed a beat as far as I was concerned. You know, it felt good. Well, that's good. That's good. Yeah. So I, my body still a little calloused a little bit and expects that kind of thing from me. So my well, body. Well, you did it for good. you did it for a long time, you know, yeah. and, and you did it, you know, longer than you had time off too. So mm -hmm. you know, and you weren't out because of injury or anything like that either. So it's not like you were rehabbing something, you know. So yeah. You were merely giving birth. That's all. <laughs> no, that's no big yeah. deal. You know, Nothing. Uh, it was you know. a piece of cake. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, so, uh, John, I know you wanted to talk a little. Uh, Cleveland. You know, I have to ask you how, how are the Cleveland Browns looking? Yeah. <laughs> you don't know. I mean, okay. So, obviously, I live in Montreal and football here is it's a big thing like but it's not like it is in the states uh you know there's super bowl parties and stuff like that and people pay attention to the nfl but not like they do in the u.s i mean there are some people that are like super overzealous about it but not not like crazy so like i'll wear like my browns gear and i'm talking like my you know my little beanie with my browns logo or i have a browns jacket that i wear in the fall or like I have Browns t-shirts. I actually have brown socks. I have pretty much every clothing of Browns. Yeah, you're, you've got all the merch. Yeah. You're legit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, uh, it's like it's impossible to find here. But anyway, um, and it's incredibly expensive to ship here too. But anyway, I digress. But uh, so like every time I wear something, they'll be like, oh, Browns. Browns. I don't see that very often here. And I'm like, yeah, I'm originally from the Cleveland area. And they're like, Oh, okay, we get it. But I was so excited because on Halloween, my husband took my boys out and um, I was passing out candy. And there was a guy that passed by in like a really heavy uh, Cleveland Browns leather jacket. And I was like, oh my, are, are you a fan? <laughs> and he was like, yeah. And I was like, there's another one here? Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. I was so excited. <laughs> and obviously he lives somewhere around here in my neighborhood. But yeah. I was like through the roof excited that I found another one. Well, but we... This past season was really hard for me. Yeah. Because I, I'm all about um, women being themselves. And if there's an issue, discussing it and stuff like that. And the stuff with Deshaun Watson was really disheartening. Right. Um, and obviously he was suspended most of the season. And it like, but what really kind of bothered me is that some of the women went to his first game and like I can't understand that as a female like if I felt like I was under some kind of sexual misconduct from a person I would never want to see that person again let alone see them play their first game so I, I it's really hard for me with with Watson as our quarterback um just because I don't 
know what is honest and what isn't. Right. Right. Uh, So it's hard for me as a woman to be a fan of the Browns, but I'm diehard since I was born. There's, I mean, there's no way I can deny it. And, uh, but hopefully he stays out of trouble and he is worth the crazy amount of money that he is getting. And the Browns do super well this year. I really hope that they can turn around and really, I mean, I thought Brissett, who was our quarterback for the beginning part of the season was fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. He is a backup quarterback, but I thought he did well. Um, There was a lot of games where we lost by, you know, three points or whatever, or we just made silly, silly mistakes. And that's the reason why we lost. So I think if Watson is still up to par with how he was several years ago and lives up to the hype, then uh, maybe we have a good season coming up. But as a Browns fan, there's always next year. So even even though the season hasn't even started well, yet, let I'm me so tell you, as, <laughs> as, as, as a Cubs as a Cubs fan, uh, as a Bears all, fan, all all you can ever say is there's always next year. So, uh, <laughs> but I a, few, you. a few a few oh. episodes back, we had another uh, Ohio football uh, uh, person uh, who is a female wrestler. Uh, you know, I'm Holly sure. Ed. Uh, hardcore Heather Owens. Oh, okay. I was about to say Holly Dead is also um a Browns fan. Oh, is uh, she? Yeah, I know. I I know her. Yeah, she she. Uh, I worked with her before, so yeah. Yeah. But she's um, awesome. yeah. No, uh, she's yeah, she's sure. what Cincinnati Bengals. Am I right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Heather is Cincinnati. Yeah, yeah. He- Heather's yeah, the Bengals. Sure. But yeah, no, she was on a few weeks ago, and uh, I so. But yeah. you, you've also, you've also, uh, I've seen you with the, the Montreal Canadian sweater. Oh yeah, yeah, I'm. Oh yeah, I'm yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can hear it in your voice. You yeah, really... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Vowels, like it's the vowels. That's but funny. A kid, he's gonna be four, mm. and we put him in hockey this year, and that's all he talks about now. Twenty four seven is hockey, 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 hockey. <laughs> of course, I live in Montreal, so obviously Montreal. Canadian. Sure, yeah. And you know, a couple hours away, we have Toronto, and they have the Hockey Hall of Fame. So, I mean, hockey is kind of what the NFL is to the U.S. Sure. What, sure. You know, to yeah, Canada. it's that's the big one. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, it's it's the big sport here, and. He loves it. I love it. Um, you know, when I first came to Montreal, I don't know how much you guys know about hockey, but PK Subban was on our team. And I don't know what it was about him, but like his charisma and all that, I was like, oh, I like this guy. And, you know, he was really cool. So he was on the Montreal Canadiens. And that's kind of how it started for me. And now, like, my kids totally, like, even my, my youngest just started walking, but he started walking with a hockey stick. So. <laughs> Yeah. How Canadian is that? Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's but yeah. That's, yeah. The jokes just write themselves at that point. <laughs> well, that's awesome. Well, you know, uh uh real quick before we go, I, I was going to show you uh one of the last times I actually saw you in person, you were talking about coming up with different names for your fans. Oh god, yes. And I remember Yes, and one of the uh, uh, options on the table was sasshole. 
and <laughs> uh, so I have a autographed uh, resistance. This is a rare one with the resistance shirt. Yeah. Uh, to Tommy, my number one sass hole. I love it. <laughs> so I'm there. pretty sure you're the only person that ever got that personalized greeting. Most of the time, it's like kiss my sass. So uh, that's what well, I got. kiss my sass was, I think, the other one, but I was the one who was like, I I like the sass hole one. So <laughs> so I just wanted, you know, I still have it. This is like 12 years old now, but I I still have it. It's uh it's here in the collection. So that's amazing. I love it. <laughs> um well john you have anything else for for the i am good it was, it was it's been a blast talking to you and yeah you know it's to, uh you're, seeing you're, you. yeah you're someone who we would always have liked to have on the shows and we finally saw a loop we saw a little uh opportunity there where we're like you know what she's making a return let's talk to her let's get around and talk to her so we're very excited for you um and your event coming up here Tell, um, tell everybody where they can find yeah, give us yeah give us the info where can people find you uh where can they watch this well for the show it is obviously the first and second it's going to start at 6 p.m for the matches obviously seven o'clock is the pre-show for wrestlemania what's, what's the name of the town i don't want to mispronounce it it's laval quebec laval. okay yeah, it's just right outside of montreal so if you're in montreal for sure you know where uh laval is because it's okay it's like the third biggest city in all of Quebec. So Montreal's one, Quebec City's two, and I think it's Laval. But anyway, I digress. It's at a big hall. It's going to be a lot of fun. Um, I can't remember how much tickets are. I think they're $30. But you get two days of events, plus you get to watch WrestleMania with the wrestlers. Oh, well, that's uh, that's a steal. That's a steal, yeah. And... Um, for those who aren't in the Montreal area, the Green Phantom is going to be there. He is a Montreal legend. If you guys don't know who he is, look him up. He has some amazing hardcore matches and regular matches too. But, I mean, he's really, really known for some great hardcore matches. Zach Patterson, which I guarantee if you guys are paying attention to him in a few years, I think he's going to be somewhere on TV eventually. He's amazing. Uh, JD, JT Producer is there as well, which he was just featured on Raw in a match. Oh, um, nice. Craven, and there's so many more people that I can't even think of right now, but it's going to be a great show. It's in Laval, Quebec. Um, so come out, have a great time. It's going to be amazing. Uh, you can catch me, Sassy Steffi, Instagram and Twitter. And I don't really like, I use my Facebook page, but not really. So, but you can go check it out if you want. And, uh, I'm really excited. I also, Along with the show, I'm going to be having a new Sassy Steffi t-shirt design coming out on Pro Wrestling Tee soon. I have the design. I just have to kind of put it up there. Yeah. Um, but I have, awesome. I have a busy weekend coming up because it's my birthday weekend. So. Oh, oh, happy birthday. Happy yeah. birthday. Thank birthday. You. Thank you. Happy so, birthday. Um, once I get through my birthday weekend, I'm going to be posting up the new design as well. So there's a lot of things going on in the Sassy Steffi fear of things well we're very excited about it and that's why we wanted Thank to you. talk to you because you know we you know you've always been someone who john and like anytime john and i kind of like look back on some of those days and stuff your name that always comes up with uh with a lot of superlatives you know around you and um so well, it was when i interviewed you like a year ago Tommy, like a week later, you know, text me and goes, Oh, I was pissed. Yeah. 
I said, "What the hell?" I'm like, "You get Sassy Steffi on your show, and you don't, you don't, you don't get being in touch with me." I'm like, "What the hell?" Yeah, I don't yeah, like no. sharing. Okay. Yeah, I was. Yeah, yeah, I was upset about that. That's I forgot about that. But you're right. Yeah, I was. <laughs> well, all yeah. you had to do was ask. Yeah. So, but anyway, I'm. We're very happy for you. We're excited for you. We'll be looking very closely at where things go for you, and and I hope you have a lot of fun with it because that's what's important. The most important part of it, as you know. So. Yeah, and that that's basically why I'm doing it now. It's just for fun. It's not like I'm trying yeah. to make a living out of this anymore. Right. Like just go and do. just have fun and exactly live in the moment. And you know, it's like it it, it you're in a position now where you can like stop in the moment and soak it up and enjoy it you know it's like when you're first getting out there it's there's so much pressure and there's there's all these things that you're trying to do and stuff and it's like you're in a position where like when you find that opportunity definitely stop and just you know soak it in you know because you know people love love you you've earned it absolutely and just go out and have some fun all right yeah, and it, you know it's great to bring back the sassy character because I'm like I would say Stephanie as the person is super fun and light and and not too um, not too mean. I would say. I mean, <laughs> I've never but... found you to be mean in the light <laughs> of the pleasant. slightest. No. <laughs> well, okay. At least you guys feel that way. Not everybody feels that yeah. way. But <laughs> sassy character. I get to you know it's it's so easy as a character in wrestling to come out and be hated but it's a lot harder to come out and be loved instantly and yeah. so i kind of bring back that that um uh sassy bitchy don't care tell everybody to shut up uh character and i can't wait <laughs> it's to, gonna be a, it's gonna be a little <laughs> it's probably gonna be a little tough in the beginning because people are gonna be really happy to see you but you give it a little time and then you can start digging into them and you'll get them you know yeah but i, I, th- I think initially you're gonna get some warm receptions whether you like it or not so well, but i would i i still appreciate those but you know yeah. it, it's crazy because my kids have not really seen me wrestle obviously right sure. um you know like i've mentioned it like mommy and baba used to wrestle you know and they're like yeah okay whatever but now my, my <laughs> is, is, is starting to get into it we we took him to smackdown a couple weeks ago and uh, so he's like really starting to understand it. So he's going to be there to see me wrestle. And that's awesome. Husband's oh, that's like, cool. I don't know if he's going to like it. Like you get, it might be up. tough. Yeah. To see, yeah. to see mom, to see mommy, like get like, you know, knocked down on the ground and stuff like By that. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, who knows? I don't know. That's a very interesting position to be in. So, yeah, but I mean, we're going to tell him beforehand, like, look, mommy's just playing. Hopefully he understands. But yeah. um, but uh, yeah, it, it'll be interesting because I know my kids aren't going to boo me. And I don't know unless I ground them beforehand. <laughs> <laughs> no ice cream tonight. Boom! Pin her. Make her tap. <laughs> So we'll, all right, we'll see Steffi, that. thank you so much for being with us tonight. We yeah. really appreciate all your time. We've taken too much of it already, but you've been, a del- oh, absolute, anytime, you've been right. an absolute delight. It's so good to catch up with you, and we really do wish you the best. So And happy birthday. Happy birthday. Go out there, have some fun, kick some ass, and we'll be watching you, all right? All right. Thanks, guys, so much, and everybody else can kiss my sass. Right. <laughs> we love you. Peace out. <laughs> Sassy Steffi, everybody. It was, uh, man.
What a delight. I mean, I, I, you know, I worked five shows with her in the very beginning of my run with the Resistance Pro, and um, I probably only really got to talk to her in the last two before she left. Um, but uh, I was always a fan of her in the ring, and um, and then when I did get to talk to her, she was always just super nice. Uh, I you know one thing I wanted to tell her that I just remembered now that I didn't, but uh, in the Instagram picture that if you go on, well, we're gonna post it. Yeah, we'll post it, but. Tommy underscore else on Instagram. Save your plug for later. Move on. On the gram. Uh, I just remember she was saying like, oh my God, I look terrible. This is like, you know, like, oh, this is like the worst time to take a picture. Oh, I look so bad and everything. I looked at it the other day and I was like, she's crazy. She looks great. Well, yeah, yeah. I'm like, like, get out of here. No, she was Uh, cool. I mean, back then I, uh, she was one of my first interviews at, uh, at resistance, probably on the second or third show. Um, yeah, and she was always really, really um, uh, gracious about doing interviews. I think I probably did two or three with them, and then I did the infamous one, uh, longer form, about a year ago without you, and then this one. Yeah, that was. Uh... But we didn't have a podcast back then. You can't yell at me. We did have a podcast a year ago. No, when I did that one, we did not have a podcast going. Man, I would have asked. I still, you. I still should have been included, regardless. All right, yeah, and I should include everybody. Every anybody that's got any connection, to anybody, I'll include. I'm a professional, no, you know. No, no, oh, no, only me. That's oh, it. oh, I make it. I'm making your job real easy here. Buddy. Well, maybe if you, you treated me better, I would. You don't have to. You don't have to think about like who who applies to this scenario. All, right, All you on. have to do is just put me in it, and that's it. So anyway, we, we loved having Steffi on. I, oh, absolutely. I, both of us are huge Steffi uh, or Steffi fans, uh, sassholes, if you will. Well, like you're, I, more, like you're I, more of a sasshole than I am. But, <laughs> yeah. but I, I love Steffi. Well, uh, well, it's like I, you know, like we were telling her, I mean, like you and I have, you know, reminisced over resistance pro past and, and just, you know, uh, past wrestling experiences in general and stuff. But we've, uh often brought her up in conversation at any time we ever have it's like i said it's all superlatives i mean it's all just you know well and plus she was there like, at the beginning when when it was all coming together and, and like yeah know, we saw something really cool building and she was a big part of the beginning she was she was and i was you know at the first show i was just a fan out in the crowd you know so i remember watching her there and then the second show i was still a fan and then the third one I actually got in, and that was my first show. Um, but I had seen her perform beforehand and everything. And then, like, by the fourth, fifth show, you know, got to actually, you know, because now I'm in the locker room and stuff, got to actually talk to her and everything and had been following her and everything. I was just like, you know, yeah, I was very impressed. I was still being introduced to a lot of these talents at the time that I wasn't familiar with beforehand. And she was somebody who caught my eye. I mean, like just, you know, she had, the per- she had the personality, she had the look, she had the ability. She worked really well in the ring. She's a solid, solid worker in the ring. 
you know so we were open the third uh third level for uh the excalibur show right and she, uh, which is basically think, like looking down into a pit because yeah. it's it's that, i think i have some pictures somewhere narrow. it's like oh, an opticon yeah but she um and i think they had to take an elevator up to the third floor because the dressing room was on the third floor so right. she and, and she came off the elevator and walked by us and she was still selling the injuries from the ring i thought that was really cool you take it all the way to the dressing room my friend yeah and she, she did she did she was yeah. very upset about the loss i think she high-fived me though but she was probably I was to, she I, was I probably thought, it was probably a missed slap towards your face that yeah and you want to know why I didn't invite you on my interview <laughs> expect some more non-invites jerk she was probably going for the face and missed and hit your hand you know but whatever anyway so but um Jeffy, if you want to come back and take this guy down in Chicago <laughs> hey. a little extra cash from John G let me tell you, sassy stuff. If uh, if you want to take on a, a, a certain uh, female competitor by the name of Erica Saint Vaughn, <laughs> she is more than willing to meet you in any ring, in any promotion, at any time. So, as her manager, just take. I'm it her manager. I'm her manager. How are you? Her? Oh, you're Erica's manager. I'm Erica St. Vaughn's manager. No, yeah, okay. Sassy Steffi's manager, no. Yeah, okay. I, I got lost Erica, from I'm Erica St. Vaughn's manager. I manage Erica St. Vaughn, and I manage Eric St. Vaughn. You might have some issues going on, but we'll save that for later. That'll be for the, the next Tommy, episode. Tommy Ellis is the manager to the personal trainers to the stars, both female and, and male. So, anyway... Again, yeah, for the listening too. audience, you couldn't see my eyes roll to the back of my skull on that one. First of all, I can't see your eyes at all, and this is an issue. This is an issue. <laughs> move along. We're not no, changing. no, 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 no. This is an issue because I don't trust somebody who I can't look in the eye. And you, you see look, my, you, you, you look me in the eye. I it's looked, yeah, I like three years ago. I looked you in the eye. You, you've been wearing your sunglasses ever since then so they're I polarized never, lenses because i i have I, uh, I, buddy i don't have an issue with why you wear them i understand there's a yeah. legitimate reason for it all i'm saying is is that i can't see your eyes and if i can't see your eyes i can't trust you nobody cares i never asked you to trust me all right i'm just i'm just throwing it out there just throwing i don't it care there. It's all right. You don't have to care. We care about sassy stuffy. We do. We do. All right. See, well, it all with... comes back to sassy stuffy. Although I will say, um, the Blackhawks should beat the Canadians and the Bears should beat the Browns. But I still love you. <laughs> okay. Well, I'll leave that between you two. Uh, I don't have enough. Uh, I don't have a dog in the fight in either of those. So, all right, John. Well, if people want to be able to not look into your eyes and go online and, and find you in, in the realm of social media, where can they find John Robleski? Well, they can find me on the gram at, oh wait, that's your line. You can find me anywhere at John G's Beat. Just look up John G's Beat and you'll find me on, on my website, on the websites, other websites where I write. And you'll find me more importantly, on the John GRL's podcast available on most podcast platforms, as well as YouTube, our John GRL's podcast YouTube channel. But Tommy, go through it, man. Graham, Pod, Linked, Book, Twit, 
Lay it on us. Where could they find you? Oh, jeez. They can find me on the gram at Tommy underscore else. They can find me on the twit at Tommy underscore else. They can find me on Spotify at the John G. Earls podcast. They can find the John G. Earls podcast on Facebook. They can find us on the T at pro wrestling tees.com. And John look for G. the new sassy, sassy stuffy shirt. There will be a new sassy stuffy shirt on pro wrestling tees. So yes, look for that as well. Yes, absolutely. Uh, check that out. Uh, also visit the John G's beat, uh, store on pro wrestling tees and scroll down to the bottom past all the John G's beat shirts so that you can find the John G or else podcast t-shirts or hoodies available there. Also, it's worth noting that while you can watch these episodes on our YouTube channel, the John G or else podcast, you can now also watch these with video on Spotify. So wherever you got to get it, go Just get keep some. It. Yum, yum, come get you some. So <laughs> it's a JBL line. Yes, yes. All right, sir. Well, with all of that, thanks again to CSC Steffi. It's been a fun episode. Good to have someone fun on there and get to, you know, mix it up with. So, and always stay sassy. Stay sassy. There you go. All right. For the John G. Earls podcast, I, of course, have been who else? But Tommy Elson with me, as always, is the man on the beat from johngbeat.com, Mr. John Robleski. Nobody can see your nod. You can see it on YouTube. The clod. Okay, here we go. Intro. All right. God, it's eight thirty. All right. Bedtime, you little baby. I gotta be in Elgin at seven in the morning. I'm gonna be at the warehouse at four in the morning. Well, you're insane. <laughs> Sorry, I like to eat, you know. <laughs> I like eating. I like paying my bills. Yeah. Yeah, well. <laughs>